Welcome to Amplify, a podcast that gives marginalized communities and diverse people a platform to share their story and reclaim their narrative. Welcome back to Amplify. My name is Summer El Khadiri, and today we're back with another episode. When you look on your phone, when you look at the TV, when you read books, do you see representation for yourself, for your cultural background, for your religious background? Well, for Muslims, this is a hard question to answer. Sure, we do have shows, but the question is whether or not they feel represented in these shows, in these people, in these stories. So let's think of a show called Rami. It's a Hulu exclusive. It's about the co-creator Rami Youssef. He's an Egyptian-American that grew up in Jersey, and he talks about his Muslim identity. Or even comic book characters like in Marvel, Kimla Khan, who is a Pakistani-American teenager who grows up in Jersey. Or other musicians like Zayn Malik or Lupe Fiasco, or a talk show host like Hassan Minhaj. And there is a lot of negativity regarding Rami, especially in his first season, and a lot of it goes back to his portrayal of Muslim women. A lot of Muslim women felt like they were being placed in boxes and they were only being identified as a one identity of being a sister or a mother, and they were only being portrayed as what they couldn't do. And one of the identities that they were portrayed as most was being a housewife or being a dutiful Muslim wife. While Kamala Khan got opposite reactions from Muslim women, that they felt like that they didn't root her identity in terrorism, that she wasn't this caricature Muslim woman that was lost in a Western world, that she really represented American teenagers today. So it really focused on her primary day-to-day struggle, being a teenager in middle class, growing up in urban America, and they felt like her experiences growing up was only elevated by her faith and cultural background, and that her religion of Islam was never a burden for her. What are we trying to do in regards to this? Are we just going to stand around and say that we don't like the Muslim representation and expect it to change? No, we have to speak up. And I decided to gather around Muslim youth and voices and reach out to family and friends and hear their thoughts about Muslim representation in media. And I hope you guys enjoy the episode and let's hear these people's responses. So let's learn a little bit more about the people that shared their responses with us. So tell us a little bit about yourself as much as that you're comfortable with. Hi, my name is Romais Akram. I'm 27 years old. I'm currently a second year medical student at St. George's University. I identify as Muslim, uh, Pakistani American. I was born in New Jersey. I've lived in Indiana for uh, over 20 years. So yeah, I definitely consider myself being from Indiana. 22 years old and I'm a Palestinian Muslim that's currently living in a small town in Indiana. Question number one asks, tell us a little bit about yourself, only as much as you are comfortable with. Um, My name is Yara Fahmi. I'm 16 years old, I'm a 12th grade high school student, and I live in Kitchener, Ontario, Canada. Does representations ever affected you, either because of how it made you feel or because of how someone else reacted to it? If not, why? A couple of positive and negative representations. Like I said, I like uh, I like Hassan Minaj, he's good. There's another comedian I follow from Australia, Amir Rahman. He didn't get that big in the States, but um, I really like him a lot too. I think he's Bangladeshi, but he lives in Australia. Mehdi Hassan, he's a he's a he's a reporter. Um, 
you know, again, there's never going to be anybody that I completely agree with, but I mean, he, he's also, I think another like decent representative, um, kind of in like the media world. So it's another one. There's this, there's this woman I follow on Twitter, Aisha Siddiqui. Um, you know, she's not like super famous or anything. I think she has like 50,000 Twitter followers. Um, she was a writer and she, she designs clothes too. And, you know, she does a bunch of actually different things, but I really like her too and her insights and stuff. Um, I'm not sure if that counts, but uh, just in case. I'm going to share at least one example, each of which you consider a positive and a negative representation of Muslims. Have such representations ever affected you either because of how it made you feel or because of how someone else reacted to it? If not, why? And what I can think of for a positive representation of Muslims, seeing that it's very little in the media, is um, whenever I was watching Grey's Anatomy, the latest season they had the introduction of a intern her name was dr kadri and she represented a muslim and she wore a hijab and that was the first one on the show so um one of the episodes if i remember correctly she was taking a patient to surgery and they had a piece of metal or something lodged into their their body and that will that's what was holding the bleeding for it to stop so as she was taking him to surgery um, the the piece fell out of the person and the it's he started gushing out blood and what she did is she sacrificed her hijab and she took her hijab and used that to um, control the bleeding in order for the person to not bleed out and die so it showed that she had courage and was brave enough to to use her beliefs towards Islam to make a positive impact on a patient in order for him to not bleed out and die. So I thought that was a good representation of Islam showing that um, that Islam is a very nurturing and caring religion. And sometimes um, Muslims are very selfless in giving towards their community and towards the people that matter to them. And in this case, the patient was very important to her in her job, and she wanted to do everything she could to make a positive impact towards the patient. And another example I can think of for a negative representation of Muslims is in the show Shameless. The main character was trying to scare the people around him in order to get him to be alone. So he shouted the words Allahu Akbar in order to scare the people to go away. So um, this is also obviously a negative representation of Muslims because they associate the word uh, Allahu Akbar or God is great with a terrorist activity following it. And that's, that was they, they, how they represent Muslims in America. All right, another example of a negative representation of Muslims would be in the show Shameless. Um, throughout the show, there are numerous hints that there of racism and just like some some terms that suggest that they're they really don't like Islam. But the one scene in particular, if I remember correctly, is whenever the main character um, wanted to get everyone to flee and get scared he shouted Allahu Akbar and this shows that they took an innocent phrase that means God is great and uses it as a scare tactic in order to um, make everyone flee so it's been shown multiple times in the media that 
if you scream Allahu Akbar, there's a terrorist activity that will follow after, and that is very falsely represented represented um, of Muslims when such an innocent phrase as, such as God is great is used in certain scenarios like that in shows. And as far as how they made me feel, obviously the positive representation of Muslim always makes you feel good. You kind of know like the behind the scenes of why the characters are doing such things and it makes us look good as a Muslim community and really validates our beliefs within society, especially in America, where a lot of people are very unfamiliar with um, our beliefs and our, and our customs. As far as the negative representation of Muslims, it kind of shocks me every time I see a show that gets away with um, misrepresenting Muslims, especially with as large of a cast and producers and just staff that they have on the actual production, where no one would speak up and correct the people that are producing this and writing the scripts and all that. Um, it kind of just shocks me every time, but... Honestly, at this point, it doesn't surprise me whenever there's misrepresentation. I just feel like there should be more more positive representation in the media, especially with the amount of Muslim actors and producers. Um, they should really just step up and kind of fight for the positive representation of Muslims because I feel like that's what we deserve. Question number two says, share at least one example each of what you would consider a positive and negative representation of Muslims. Have such representations ever affected you, either because of how it made you feel or because of someone how someone else reacted to, to it? If not, why? An example of positive representation of Muslims in the media are Muslim athletes, such as Prophet Salah and Ibtihaj Muhammad. They both promote Islam in a positive manner, whether it is through representing Islamic modesty or expressing gratitude through acts of worship. These representations have positive, positively impacted me by inspiring me and proving that perseverance and hard work awaits a reward. And my faith as a Muslim shouldn't be a barrier between myself and success. Rather, it should be a type of motivation and method to attaining my goals. An example of negative representation of Muslims is the idea of oppression when it, when it comes to Muslim women. As a Muslim woman that wears hijab, I can say that I do not cover up for anyone, only for God. It is an act of worship that shouldn't be forced upon anyone. The hijab is not a sign of oppression, but a sign of liberation. A great analogy that comes to mind can be asked in a question. Let's say you were given a choice to chew a piece of gum that is fully wrapped or one that is unwrapped. You would probably choose the fully wrapped one. Similarly, if women are protected and covered, immoral things might happen to them. This isn't an analogy degrading women that do not wear the hijab. It is just proving that a woman who covers herself modestly is valued more than in the eyes of God. This has affected me personally as I have gotten hateful comments regarding my hijab at work. It angers me that in the year 2020 there are still misinterpretations of a symbolic religious garment. What kinds of misunderstandings or misrepresentations have you seen or been affected by as a result of other people's exposure to these representations? Kinds of misunderstanding or misrepresentations have you seen affected by the result of other people's exposure to these representations? I don't know. I feel like this is not something I talk to like non-Muslim people about to see kind of what their thoughts are or whatever. It's kind of like something that 
uh, you see more in like with your Muslim friends. So like, obviously we all kind of inherently see the misunderstandings and stuff because, you know, we're like, oh, okay, this is not what it's really like uh, or whatever. So I don't really have too much to comment on that. If anything, like definitely it's nice to have like more representation because, you know, people like they now, like a lot of people know what Ramadan is. A lot of people know like what Eid is and like our celebration and what we do. Um, people like know about like, you know, the prayers and stuff. So, I mean, that didn't just happen, you know, so there's definitely been more representation over the years. Again, it's not perfect. It's probably never going to be perfect, um, but it has gotten better. So that is nice. Next question is, what kinds of misunderstandings, misrepresentations have you seen or been affected by as a result of other people's exposure to these representations? So just walking around as a hijabi in a southern Indiana town, um, I've gotten a lot of stares and a lot of questions, just some of them being curious and some of them being kind of rude. So um, whenever I used to work in retail, I had to call put my finger on a button in order to call them to the next register and the next customer was a older male um and so I clicked my button and it was his turn to come up to my register and then my male co-worker next to me had a customer so he came up to my register saw who I was and um saw that I wore a hijab and just said I'll wait and my male co-worker was not having it and said and gave him very much of an attitude whenever he checked him up checked him out sorry um and so i would assume that this this behavior towards me was because of misrepresentation in the media and what he's seen um, and what the media portrays muslims as so that was like a direct exposure to me so this kind of surprised me since i've never directly been affected like face to face with someone who didn't like Muslims or would actually like show that they didn't like a Muslim to my face because everyone has their opinions in your head. You could be walking around the grocery store they're thinking, why is she wearing that thing on her head? But they never directly come up to you or talk to you in a way that makes you feel like you've done something wrong when you really haven't because you've been misrepresented in the media and all, all over the news. Question number three states, what kinds of misunderstandings or misinterpretations have you seen or been affected by a result of others' exposure to these representations? As I mentioned before, a popular misunderstanding of Islam is the association of hijab with oppression. Another misinterpretation of Islam is the association of terrorism with the religion. Islamophobes tend to cherry-pick verses from the Qur'an about battle and use them as tools to hate against Islam. The majority of the verses of the Qur'an promote the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The more aggressive ayahs were revealed at the time of the Prophet as an aid through the, their trials and tribulations of that time. Murder is a serious sin in Islam. The Quran says, whoever kills a soul, unless for a soul, or corruption done in the land, it is as if he had slain mankind entirely. And whoever saves a soul, it is as if he had saved mankind entirely. This verse shows that Islam is not a barbaric religion. Islam is about pleasing God, and part of pleasing God is helping others. Islam is not cruel. It is just and fair. It does not vouch for violence. It preaches for peace. What kinds of experiences, internal struggles, or everyday acts of normalcy are missing from mainstream Muslim representation? And there's a bunch of American Muslims um, just that 
we do stuff slightly different. Um, I also think that there's a lot of people who do not know things like, oh, Muslims can't, can't drink, they can't eat pork. And I think that needs to be represented more because going out into public, um, Americans can be aware of this. So, for example, when I, we stayed in a hotel, me and my family, um, we were asking about the breakfast, and he said that the sandwiches only had pork products in it. So he was like, you guys can't eat that. I'm sorry. And so just having that awareness from a American um, and non-Muslims would be really nice just so we're all like on the same page. And it's just nice to know that people understand each other and just like it represents the melting pot of America. And so it's just nice to know that uh, we struggle, we have struggles and we are normal, just like the Christians and the Jews and all the other uh, religions in America. Question number four states, what kinds of experiences, internal struggles, or everyday acts of normalcy are missing from mainstream Muslim representation? Mainstream Muslim representation is portrayed in many ways, but a lot of the time it is missing essential parts of what Islam asks of Muslims. What people don't understand is the amount of prejudice and racism Muslims face on a daily basis. Islam is a word that comes from the Arabic term istislam, which means submission. As Muslims, our main role is to submit to God. Anything we do should be to please God. This is something many people don't understand about Islam. All the corruption on the media is not what Islam preaches. It is simply a misinterpretation. On what platforms have you seen a rise in Muslim representation? Do you feel well represented by the figures you have seen gaining popularity? Uh, what platforms here rise in Muslim representation? Probably in media, definitely. Um, definitely like political commentating. Like obviously like there's been a lot more anti-Muslim bias like kind of across the board in um, the world and in media and stuff so you know to kind of combat that there's been kind of a rise of giving a little more time um on the air to muslims probably not as much as we need i mean definitely not as much as we need but that's been good um to some extent you know there needs to be a lot of improvement but um i'm sure it's more than it was 10 years ago or whatever so there definitely needs to be more muslim women representation beyond just like that hijabi stereotype i mentioned and you know just giving them the ability to like make their own shows direct their own shows, tell their own stories, like how, how they experience it, right? So yeah, I mean, things have gotten better, I would say, like, over the years. Um, there's still a lot to work on. There's still a lot of issues. There's still a lot of Muslim characters being written by, by non-Muslim people. So this is why we see some, so many of these stereotypes and things happening. But, you know, it gets, hopefully gets better over time. But yeah, so there are some celebrities I like, some I don't like. But I would say probably it's better than, you know, when I was in high school 10 years ago. Arab skits um just stuff like that and i think that it's being well more well represented because it's a more controlled um media so the person is directly putting out their their opinion whereas like in tv shows it's more like there's a um person who writes the script and a, pro a producer that's most likely not muslim um doing all this to show representation of muslims and it might not be as accurate so um, I know that there's certain popular, popular Muslims that are represented on TikTok, such as Muslim Thick, as well as other like bloggers and stuff like that. But overall, I think it's more well represented as Muslims 
um, than TV shows and movies because they are directly putting out their opinion and they're showing their everyday life and showing um, how Muslims really are in the real world. Question number five states, on what platforms have you seen a rise in Muslim representation? Do you feel well represented by the figures you have seen gaining popularity? There is a significant rise of Muslim TikTok stars. Many of them preach Islam in a a positive way, but there are many that do not portray Muslims the way they should be. They show lack of modesty through clothing, speech, and actions. This may be a personal struggle for them, but this also causes confusion for the viewers of what a Muslim should act and look like. If not, are there other Muslim public figures that, that you'd like to share with all of us? How does it make you feel to see this kind of diversity in Muslim identity and expression? Yeah, I've seen Rami. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of the show. Um, I did like that it was kind of authentic that what he felt like his life was. Um, but it just becomes this question of like, whenever you're Muslim, you get such little representation that whoever does get to represent you, that kind of tends to be seen as like the definitive representation of your people and your religion or whatever, which isn't right. And it's not to say that like, you know, he like completely misrepresented us or whatever, but it's just kind of hard sometimes that you, what you see on TV is like, you see like the liberal, very westernized, um, like Muslim who, you know, he's like very like. Um, he, you know, he drinks, he smokes, he, um, you know, has like premarital relationships and whatever. And it's like, it's not like we as Muslims don't have that. We do, you know, we, I'm sure all of us have friends or even us ourselves, we, we do those things, but it seems like that's like the only type of person that gets represented. Um, and then that's what you see in Rami. But again, like, you know, it's about his life too. And he never claimed to be like a representative of all Muslims or whatever. And I think he's, he tends to be very clear about that. Um, so, but I mean, it does kind of suck though, like when you see that. Um, and then I I know of Kamala Khan, I haven't read it though. Um, Hasan Minaj, I like him. Um, you know, he, I share like similar politics to him. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I like him. He, uh, he's definitely, I would say somebody that I feel like represents me kind of better uh, than, than most other kind of people who, uh, tend to be associated with like Muslims or at least, uh, I'm, I'm Pakistani, like I mentioned. So at least like, you know, Southeast Asians or whatever. So yeah, I like him. Um, Riz Ahmed, I've seen a few of his TV shows. I'm not a huge fan of him. I think there was, um, some sexual assault allegations that came out and it looked kind of shady. So I'm just not a huge fan of him. Um, Lupe Fiasco, I used to listen to him a lot. Um, a couple of years back, I like his music. Um, it's been a while though. Zayn Malik, um, I mean, yeah, I've listened to One Direction, I've listened to Soul songs. I like the songs, but um, I don't think he identifies as Muslim per se. Um, but like, regardless, like I know he tweets even Bark sometimes. So I mean, we're, we like that. I mean, it's nice. Uh, Muslim Thick on TikTok. Um, I mean, I don't really know too much about her. I've seen, I've seen a bunch of her TikTok. She seems nice and friendly or whatever. And um, yeah, I mean, she's a hijabi too, which is nice. And, um, you know, she seemed... She seems cool to me. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, I think I mentioned before with, like, the Muslim identity and diversity, like, like I said, we tend to kind of see that very westernized, liberalized, like, um, Muslim experience. And, again, I want to say, like, a lot of people do. That is how their life is, actually, and they do identify with that. Um, and I com- I'm completely cool with that. But, like, for me, it feels like that's the only side that gets um, – 
you know, kind of seen. And like, whenever you see anything even kind of conservative, it's like somebody who's a hijabi and then their like coming of age moment is taking their hijab off. So it's just like kind of annoying that like that's like what it tends to be. But, um, you know, we do, we're starting to get better representation. Um, but obviously, there's a lot of room for improvement. Question number six is, are you familiar with modern Muslim figures and characters? Some examples include like Rami from the TV show Rami, um, Muslim Fik Zahra that represents TikTok, um, as well as Zayn Malik and others. If not, are there other Muslim public figures you would like to share? How does it make you feel to see this kind of diversity in Muslim identity and expression? It's nice to see that there are a variety of actors that represent Muslims um, in comparison to having one one famous actor usually playing all of the Muslim representation, which can be a struggle. So seeing this diversity in different realms of media, such as music and entertainment, um, it shows that there are... Muslims from different countries, from different, um, just different areas of the world that um, can be Muslim, and it's not just the Middle East, and it shows that there are different types of Muslims, such as like a different um, aspect of like religious, on a religious standpoint, there's some that are more religious than others, same as um, other religions, so not all Muslims are very religious, and um, it shows in their everyday life and how they represent their characters in their music. Question number six states, are you familiar with modern Muslim figures and characters? Having this kind of diversity in the media is a positive thing. Although these public figures may not be preaching and spreading Islam, they still identify as Muslim and influence others in their careers. This shows that being Muslim isn't something to stop you from pursuing your passion. Us Muslims are human just like everyone else. We have passions and hobbies and are deserving of respect just like anyone else. But there have been works in progress that have been made. There is so much rise in Muslim representation on so many different types of platform, whether it be TikTok or Instagram or YouTube. But there's so much that still has to be done because the Muslim representation that has been seen so far has not been so positive. If we're thinking about film or television series like the Olympus Has Fallen film series or Raiders of the Lost Ark, Muslim men are pretty much portrayed as people that are swayed by terrorist acts, people that are angry, that have heavy accents, that have large beards, and that are very conservative people. And Muslim women are even portrayed even in a more narrower way. They're portrayed as people that are frightened, people that wear burqas, or even portrayed as belly dancers. And there are initiatives to get Muslims within Hollywood right now, so it's not all bad. We have the MPAC Hollywood Bureau, which really tries to change the narrative regarding Islam's and Islam and Muslims within the entertainment inter industry. And they partner with a lot of major networks like Paramount, Hulu, NBC, and Nick.
There's even more going on now to get more Muslims within the film industry. So we have the ISF Film Grant, which stands for the Islamic Scholarship Fund Film Grant. And so that's used to support Muslims entering the world of film, whether it be artistic, engaging, or positive stories about Muslims. And they offer scholarships. So narratives could be awarded $20,000 and documentaries could be given $10,000. Before we end this episode, we want to continue to support the Black Lives Matter movement and we're going to provide you with some tangible things that you can still do. One thing that you could physically do is show solidarity and support at local protests and rallies. Make sure though when you do go that you are social distancing and that you are wearing your masks and if that's something you're very fearful of I've seen online rallies organized as well. Other tangible things that you can do online if you prefer to stay within your homes is sign petitions, donate money or resources if you have the funds. Show solidarity and support even on social media by reposting and educating yourself. There's so many good accounts to follow that keep you up to date with news and other resources. I would really suggest Sean King and Color of Change. Another thing that you can do is show support to small locally owned black businesses you could reach out to people that you know and just to make sure that they're doing okay. Another thing I would do is just make sure to educate yourself. There are so many books, movies, resources. I would suggest White Privilege by D'Angelo. I would also suggest a lot of movies such as The 13th, which is a documentary on Netflix. And you can also just stir up conversation within your family and friends and communities. And just to talk about this and to kind of look within deep yourself, to look at your racial prejudices and your microaggressions and to dive deep and see what you can do better thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of amplify and really understanding different perspectives of muslim representation and media and we want you guys to be a part of that conversation so if you listen to our podcast on amplify under the description of the episode you'll see that there's a messages plus sign and you can send us a voice message of up to one minute and you can tell us your opinions about all this that we were talking about and we'll include it in our next episode and we asked if you did enjoy the episode to please leave reviews and check out our other episodes we have around four other episodes